to the 52 week podcast where three friends grapple with the ups and downs of goal setting and achievement coming at you for another week hello my name's steph and i'm the wannabe runner i'm meredith the ginger and i'm kelly i'm just along for the ride welcome 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 <laughs> Welcome to week 31. Holy Woo! cow. Has this been the longest week of your life for anyone else? Yeah, actually, I'd agree with that. <laughs> and I missed half the week because I was at a family reunion. So, so if anything, it should have been a shorter week for yeah. you. But here we are. Time. What is it anymore? I did see a great meme of if you ever want to slow down time. And then it was just a picture of someone planking <laughs> seriously though planking oh, time man. never feels slower than when you're planking <laughs> yeah how oh, was well. everyone's week meredith you had a family reunion i did i had family reunion sunday through wednesday and it was a lot of fun we went to bear lake nice. hung out as a family did you see any bears i did not sadly if anyone oh, has oh ever God. seen, have you ever seen a bear at Bear Lake? No. <sighs> but I've if seen anyone a bear out there monster. has ever seen, oh, I want to hear more about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. It's like the Loch Ness monster. I was hoping, like Nessie as a cousin. <laughs> if anyone's ever seen a bear at Bear Lake, I just want to hear your tales. It's true, because when it's named Bear Lake, you might as well have bears. Swimming in the lake, if anything else. Yes, how cute would that be? <laughs> um, but was it lovely weather and such? It was really nice. Um, we did, the first day we did the lake that's out in Smithfield, because that's where my sister lives. Got to ride the Wave Runner. And then we went to Bear Lake, and the water was really cold. <laughs> it was warm in the morning, actually, and then it got colder as the day went on. There was more clouds in the sky. Oh, I was going to say, that seems counterintuitive yeah and so the clouds came out and covered the sun and everything cooled off very quickly but it was still a lot of fun nice this year i don't know if it's because of our podcast but i'm embracing the swimsuit more than i ever have before i own three of them now and it's like let's do this let's have fun in the sun so and i'm look at me look how tan i am guys yeah for me yeah that's the comparison I color. <laughs> Can I just say that Meredith has beautiful freckles and she said that she thinks that a freckle is a, like when a, a drop of water falls on her arm. It's a magnifying glass for the sun. So that's what freckles are made of. Because they're tans. Oh, yeah. I realized that this year. There you go. Never knew that before. <laughs> Science 101 with Mary. It's one of those lies I'm going to teach my nieces and nephews when they're little so that they believe it their whole lives. I like it. And Steph has been running up heels all week. Well, just one week running up. But um, yeah, like I feel like I definitely, my running coach had a coming to Jesus moment with me where she was like, she put the fear of God in you. <laughs> and she did it in just asking questions. I feel like asking questions are like, Okay, what's your effort on a scale from one to ten? She wasn't saying you suck, you need to do better. Mm-hmm. But so hey much guys, more powerful when you so make the much, people vocalize it themselves. So much more <laughs> She's a good coach. Keep her around. So from that I realized how much of my life I've spent rationalizing and making excuses. And that if I want to get this goal, it needs to be top priority. I need to have a ten out of ten effort. Because when I do my six out of ten or four out of ten, awesome that I'm like doing something, but it's not getting me where I want to be. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Well, you've been in beautiful Colorado. It's a nice like, awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't even know what my week was. It was just long. You were really busy with work. You were on Zoom calls, like one after another. That's true. That's what my week was. When the weekend comes, all Zoom fades away. But yeah, that has been my week. And they're giving me headaches. I need to, I don't know. I need to figure out what that situation is. But life ain't it fun Mm -hmm. i'm lucky to have a job that allows me to work remotely Um, also we did our walking we did do our walking i missed two days yes i don't put that out (laughs) but we're not making excuses you want to like confess (laughs) you can cut that out (laughs) (laughs) 
My excuses that we're not making anymore are (laughs) that I'd just gotten back from the family reunion and I didn't know where we were meeting up. But also the next day, I did not fall asleep until 4 a.m. But we aren't like wide awake. That one's a valid excuse. 4 a.m. I was not I was not getting up at. 5.50 5.50 to go for a walk. Um, I was sore after Fridays and I don't know if it was the squats or if it was the two hills. I know, Kelly like went all like Jillian Michaels on me. <laughs> You're running coach. It's, a rare, a, big it's a rare occasion that that happens, but when it happens, you got to capitalize on it. Yeah. Oh, good times. Okay, well, another thing we did this week was listen to a podcast that Steph recommended. Steph, do you want to give a little intro of how you found it, what it um, is? Yeah, so my friend Tracy recommended it um, to me. And sometimes I struggle listening to podcasts because I often compare myself to other podcasters. And so, and I listen to so much audio that sometimes I don't love listening to other audio. Like, I'm just like, I need silence or music or whatever. Yeah. But this one, I felt like just spoke to my soul. <laughs> um, Wait, so week, her name's Brooke sorry, Snow and we have a link to um, the podcast on the website, but oh, she talked about yeah. our future it selves. Is. And one thing that she said, um, your future self has the answers you need in the present moment to bridge the gap from where you are right now to where you want to be. She knows how you got there. She knows the process and the steps it took to become her. If you want to be your future self, all you have to do is live the way your future self lives and do it every day. In time, you will become your future self. Okay, that sounds like so, like self-explanatory, right? Yeah, really. But it's just a simple principle. Yeah, but but then, but then she like talked more and more about it, and I just was like, wow, like this is. It was just very encouraging to me. I don't know what were your guys' thoughts. I liked it actually. I like listening to podcasts like this because they always emphasize their words. When they get to a point, they really want you to know. Just think about it. <laughs> no, um, that's how I do it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, hand hand. No, um, she. It was really good. I really liked the understanding, and I thought it was interesting that in the podcast she actually mentioned something that all three of us are working on. Where I think she mentioned a financial goal, she mentioned a weight loss goal, and she mentioned cooking. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like shoot, <laughs> it applies to all three of us. But it just it makes a lot of sense. I like how she compared it to kind of some scripture stories that went along with it. Um, but when she put it in the ways of put your mindset in your future self that you're already there, you're already doing it, made it seem a whole lot more doable, attainable. Like if I start living my goal, we all know my goal is to lose weight. If I start eating and saying, well, my future self wouldn't eat this. So why am I? My future skinny self won't eat this. So, oh, I'm not going to either, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of thing. So I did like it. It made it more obtainable to me. I liked when she highlighted like the belief aspect of it. So kind of what does your future self believe? Because it's kind of like we know... We often know the habits that we need if there is a goal that we're trying to implement. We often know like, well, I need to run this hill or I need to not spend this money or I need to not eat this or I need to Mm -hmm. eat healthy. Um, And it is that like there's that principle of we think that if we know it should follow through that we do, but it obviously doesn't. We see that in life time and time again, that knowledge doesn't equal action. And I think that part that she highlighted was that it's often belief. Well, she didn't say it's often, but it has to be coupled with belief that you can do it or belief that you have been able to do it before. It's not just enough to know to like, if I don't spend this $20, that's $20 of of savings that will accumulate and then I'll like reach my financial goal and I'll have my future self where I, I don't know, whatever you imagine yourself to be. So it's not enough just to know it. You have to have belief in yourself that you can do that and that you can be in a different place than where you are now. And I liked that she coupled it with that. It wasn't just do what your future self would do. It was also believe in yourself the way your future self believes in yourself because they've seen you do it if mm-hmm. that yeah. makes sense oh yeah 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 and i love the examples that she gave too because i felt like it was very relatable how she was like 
I don't like cooking, but like future self Brooke Cook, like she loves cooking and she turns on music and she has like soapy that. water ready and she has things prepared beforehand instead of like at 530 when her family's tired and she doesn't know what to do. Like, yeah. it was just a lot of like that preparation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I really loved and and the other thing that stood out to me was she said, you know, none of your goals are like nothing that you're going through is impossible. Someone most likely has been through it, whether it's like divorce, whether it's financial goals, whether it's starting business or whatever. And to look to those people um, and and maybe you can't see it in your future self right now, but like other people have been where you're at, like mm-hmm. that had those goals and reached to their future self. Yeah. I like that. Does anyone else have more thoughts on this before we move on? I liked the process of thinking through it too. Like the cooking one was a really good example for me because she was kind of outside the box of what does future self look like when she's cooking? And I just the, the music part really stood out to me that it seemed so out of the box, but that was something she did to make it instead of a chore, like that it was like a party Mm -hmm. and she put on music and enjoy it. And so kind of relating it to working out, what does the working out self look like? And making it more of a fun thing because Mm -hmm. my future self who's skinny and I was living the lifestyle of a skinny person loves her life. It's not a checklist of, okay, eating such and such, not eating such and Mm -hmm. such. It was just more of a fun thing and thinking through it thoroughly because I think that's probably what I haven't been doing is thinking through what a lifestyle would look like. In all the fun places. And how she said that her future self loved cooking. You know, like, Mm -hmm. like it really is that you hear self talk all the time, but I don't know. This is important. I mean, I felt like this is all stuff that like, it's just that reminder all the time. And this wasn't like rocket science, something new, Mm -hmm. but I love to see how people apply it in their life. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's true. Very true. So we recommend you listen to it and figure out who you want your future self to look like yeah Yeah. and start being your future self now and not just imagining that happiness is in the future but it can be now Uh yeah excellent what wisdom what What great wisdom wisdom, Steph you have (laughs) imparted well it's always fun when you listen to something you love it and you like other people listen you know (laughs) you want the world to know the goodness you found the apple so if the fruit, people, if our listeners have something that they love and they want us to listen to and have as a topic, it's true. You are more than happy yeah. to. Yeah. Just make sure they don't talk like this. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll listen to anything. <clears throat> and she doesn't do that very much. It was just a couple of times she was like, and just know that if you're doing this, it will change your life. I was thinking, I'm like, it would be hard to just talk by yourself oh, in a microphone. Yes. I had that yes. thought too. Yeah. Like, yes. I, was like, I, mean, I couldn't do a solo podcast. Uh-uh. I mean, uh-uh. let's be real. I probably could. I'd just monologue <laughs> it and imagine that people were laughing. But she did laugh a couple times at herself. Well, yeah. That would probably be the side effect that you have to laugh at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, she was, she was fun to listen to. She was a really good podcaster to listen to. So do it, guys. Do it. Um, so if your future self is financially more responsible than you are now, we have a great example for you coming up. Meredith. So we, I have a family friend we're going to call today. Um, my sister is a big listener to the podcast and she actually recommended talking to her best friend. Her name is Inger and I have known Inger my entire life. Inger and Summer have been best friends since early teens and they are still like this my fingers are crossed they're as close <laughs> as you can be it's a- these two fingers not these ones <laughs> these ones that are close together um like Inger went to visit her last weekend they went they're just very close but summer suggested Inger because Inger's a single mom and she now owns her own house she takes her kids on nice vacations, but she is very good with saving her money and achieving her financial goals. And so I thought um, that it would be cool to have her on here um, for that. So let's call her. Let's do it. We're calling in real time. This is very (laughs) bold of us. Maybe it's not. I think I haven't really been around when we've done other phone calls. Well, we did the one... 
Because we had Heidi that was in person. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, you weren't. It was me and yeah. Meredith for yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Oh. Is that loud enough? Do we need to do it on your phone? Guys, the suspense. What if she doesn't pick up? She will. <laughs> Hello, Inger. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You are being recorded. You are recorded right now. I have okay. introduced you as my sister's best friend and a financial guru who achieves her financial goals. Summer had a lot of positive things to say about your money knowledge. It's because it's, it's a lot of hard work. It's <laughs> a lot of hard work. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited to hear about it. Steph, who does the podcast with us, she has a financial goal of like buying a house and doing a lot of stuff. So she's going to kind of pick your brain today. Yeah. So I'm like way excited because so I'm building in and it's being built next april so i have like this time and sometimes the procrastinator in me is like you're fine you know but i'm like no you have to take advantage of this right the now saving time so how like have you always been good at at saving or was that something that a skill that you had to learn no that's totally something i've had to learn i'm i was awful 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 anytime i had money i would just spend it and it would be Instant gratification, 110 times over. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So then how, like, did you come to a point where you're like, okay, I need to get, like, my crap together and you start saving? Like, what was sort of the process of you becoming this expert, like, that you are today? Well, I, so as a single mom, I was just like, let's just live paycheck to paycheck because that's just how everybody does everything and it's fine. And I think it was like five years ago, um, my work had done a payroll mistake and they had paid me holiday pay. Um, and instead of paying me the eight hours of holiday pay, they paid me the total amount that I would for eight hours. So I had this huge check and was like, score, I'm spending money because I have money and it's great. And then once they realized the payroll slip up, they were like, so here's the thing, we need this money back. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? And so that threw me into like this little thing where I was like, I don't really have it to give back because I've been spending. So this sucks. And then I was just like, there has to be a better way. So I kind of just went on YouTube and was like budgeting, how to budget, how to figure out your life, whatever. And I just followed a couple of YouTubers and they made sense in the things that they were saying and my priorities were, I didn't want to live paycheck to paycheck anymore. Um, my kids were littler, so they were like, wait, what? We can't just go to McDonald's and eat? And I was like, yeah, no, we're going to do this. We're going to buckle down and do this. And I've lived in my house three years now, and I have um, a modest savings, but a decent one. And it was just like... What are my priorities? What are my goals? And what do I want? So it's crazy, (laughs) but it's cool. And I like it. (laughs) Well, the confidence that comes from just having a little bit of savings makes the difference between kind of a peaceful life and a more chaotic paycheck to paycheck Mm -hmm. kind of one. Yeah, totally. Because um, like right now, my son has a vehicle that was given to him. And we need to put, um, his dad and I need to put tires and rims on the vehicle. And the coolest part is, is because of my savings, um, I have an emergency savings that I don't touch, but I have a regular savings also, and I have the money. So as soon as, you know, the, um, the appointment is made, I actually have the cash to give to be able to put the tires on his car. Yeah. That security. Yeah, that's so nice. 
It so, really is. So, you know, like hearing the end story, it's like, wow, that's awesome. You know, like you're in this place. But sometimes the day-to-day things are the hardest part, you know, like of, oh, should I go spend this $50 getting DoorDash for my family <laughs> or go shopping for something or save? So, like, how did you keep that motivation day-to-day? So you don't spend the most money. You would think that you would be like, if I go spend $50 here or $100 here, that that's how you're going to ruin and wreck your um, budget. It's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. You have to take it one step backwards. So like your trip to Starbucks where you spend maybe $5 or your trip to the dollar menu where you maybe spend less than $5. It's your $5 that you're spending everywhere that ends up adding up to be so much money. So much money. So if you just take a little bit of prep time, which one lady, um, she had told, she had described it as your diet. You don't take a diet and map it out per month you take a diet and you start out, this is the week that I'm going to do this. Day by day, this is what I'm going to do. And if you think of your finances like a diet, then it kind of comes hand in hand that way. That's so true. Because I want to buy a shower head. And it's going to be like 20 $25. And I'm like, okay, I can't. But in the meantime, I have... Like you said, maybe not Starbucks, but like I've spent $5 here. I've picked up a swig. I've done this. So I've easily overspent the $25 I was trying to save for the thing without even realizing it. Right. It's the little snacking you do in your diet that adds up to the calories. (laughs) It's the same thing. It's Hmm. so weird. But once you think of it that way. So like when, um, so I do like weekly grocery shopping because I have two teenage boys and we, they eat everything. (laughs) And I have to, if I go and buy stuff for a month and try to like ration it out, it never works. They always go through things way too fast and it's just like, okay, well that was pointless. I tried, but it didn't work. Now I'm just going to give up. So if you like take it back down to weekly, what do I need to get through the next seven days? What days am I planning dinner? Um, it's the same thing. So if you plan to say two days a week, I'm going to go stop at Swig. So I'm going to plan that money into my budget. It, it kind of makes it seem like you're really anal about it. But if you're not, then it gets crazy. Yeah. So I, I have yearly subscriptions to things. I have monthly subscriptions to things. We all have car insurance. We all have car registration. Most of us have Amazon Prime, which is terrible, but good. (laughs) And I literally break that down into a monthly budget for my yearly things. Like Netflix, my, you know, my cell phone bill, all of these things, I will break them down. And because, what did she say? The way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. So you can totally change your diet by switching up something healthier for something that's not as healthy. Like a candy bar, you switch it to a granola bar and things like that. So my car registration, I literally put aside $15 every single month to pay it because I just took the total of what it was last year, I round up just a little bit, and then that's what I need to budget every single month. My mortgage, I take, and my mortgage is very small. It's really nice because my house is small, and it's like the size that's perfect for me and my family. But I take that between two paychecks instead of one paycheck, where it takes a big chunk I do two paychecks because it doesn't take as big of a chunk. Yeah. So it makes sense. And then I throw, like I have $400 a month for my grocery bill, and I technically throw that into, let me see, one, two, three paydays because I have child support as well. So that's one of our, one of my income paydays that I look at. 
So it's kind of crazy. Like my Amazon Prime, I set aside $10 every single month. Um, I have a utility account. Like you just kind of have to break everything up um, into little bite-sized pieces. And it's super helpful to be able to just have the little bite rather than trying to, you know, grab the whole thing at once. That's cool. Well, and I think that sometimes laziness overtakes and it's those little things that it's like, oh, it's only five bucks. I don't need to schedule it in. Oh, Hulu, I don't need to like schedule it in. I'll have that money. But as you're talking about all these things, if you have eight or nine little things, like it does add up like what you're saying. And so to have just even your swig scheduled in, it's every money's like all your money's accountable. So you are knowing like ahead of time what you're going to be spending and you aren't feeling like this guilt of, oh, I went over my budget. How did that happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have gasoline as a bill as well as like my utilities, um, my savings, savings that I have to do every single month because I, I choose to do that. That's a priority. So that's a bill that I have. And not only that, but I have actually scheduled in extra money and it's not a lot of extra money but it's like 80 bucks a month and every other month forty dollars goes towards my hair (laughs) because (laughs) I like to dye my hair Mm -hmm. and that's I mean I don't get my nails done I don't get my eyelashes done I am not a high maintenance kind of girl but I am going to cover up any gray hair that I have. <laughs> I'm going to dye my hair. It is a priority. Yeah. And every other month, I know because I throw $80 in just a throwaway, you know, it could be cash, it could be whatever, but I have to keep track of just that $80. And another thing that I have been doing too is um, kind of incorporating Dave Ramsey but not because he has a fantastic envelope system and it's kind of like when you're out of money you're out of money you don't Mm -hmm. have any more money so you should not be putting anything on a credit card um to be because you're like oh well guess what payday's like three days away but I still want this but do I need this Mm -hmm. that's that's the question that you gotta ask yourself see and I love the cash system but and I like would get cash out all the time, but now with COVID, it's like it's <laughs> so dirty hard. money. No one wants it. And Nobody I'm like, will take cash. And I found that I that I've been spending more because before it would be like, oh, I would be out of cash, and it's like, well, you're out, you know. But now it's harder for me to track it mm-hmm. online. So then that's where you kind of have to go into your like daily and or weekly. I mean, it just depends on how often that you go back and balance your accounts. I will sometimes balance my account maybe four times a week, especially now because, like, let's be honest, for a little bit, I was doing DoorDash. I was doing <laughs> things <laughs> because I did not want to leave my house. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even want to go to the grocery store, so let's order something. And I think maybe after three DoorDashes, I was like, I have spent so much money. This is stupid. I yeah. will just put a mask on and go to the store. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's just, it's just your mind. Once that you're, you're not, what is it? Meredith? We're not dieting. We're in a healthier lifestyle. So exactly. your budget needs to be a healthier budget. I like the way of looking at it yeah. like that. Does this still feel like a chore to you? Like, I imagine when it began, it was probably a little bit more miserable. Like, does it, is it something you enjoy because you know, like you feel like you're in a better space or is it something that every week is more like, oh, this? So at first it was really hard because my kids live in two different homes and we have two different budgets going on in our two different homes. And I love it to death when they come home and they're like, Dad took us to this restaurant and this mm-hmm. restaurant and we went and played here and played there and then they're like well can we do this too and I'm like no but you know their dad lives in their grandma's house and we were living in an apartment and I'm like do you guys hate living in this apartment wouldn't it be so nice to be able to have our own house to have our own yard to have our own things where we could 
you know, you could have your own bedroom and we could paint it whatever you wanted to paint. And maybe we could get a dog and maybe, you know, all of these things came out. And I've always kind of, and I don't know when it started happening, but I've always treated my children like, not that they're adults, but I've always talked to them like they're just people because they really are just people mm-hmm. and letting them be in on some of the decision making is super incredible. I mean, if you take your your kid and you're like, I've made this dinner and now you have to eat this dinner or you say, hey, this is how we make the dinner. And then they're more inclined to eat the dinner. So it's kind of the same thing. And I don't even know why, but food and budget, I just can't stop. (laughs) (laughs) They're comparable. It's the same. It's like, okay, well, if you want to go and you want to spend this amount of money here, then that means we can't put money into a savings account to be able to have this great thing happen at the end of what we're doing. And moving out of an apartment was the most amazing thing that my kids wanted to do. They wanted their own room so bad because they would blame one would blame the other and the other would blame the other. Like my room is such a mess because of him and my room's such a mess because of him. (laughs) I didn't make the mess. And it's just like, Oh my goodness. But, um, I wouldn't want to lose the scapegoat. (laughs) (laughs) And sharing a room. I mean, seriously sharing a room. I shared a room forever. And I always hated the fact that I was like, is this my mess or is this not my mess? Because sometimes you don't even know. Um, But also in just knowing like the role that I have to take in my house, I have to be the CEO of my home and I have to be the CFO of my home. Mm -hmm. Um, If I had a partner, then it would be kind of different. But at this point, it's just me. Um, And doing all these things is just like, all right, so this is my, and um, what was it? I drove to my sister's house and there was a sign in one of the houses in the yard that said, hey, you could own this house for like $400 a month. And I was like. Well, I pay like almost $800 in rent right now. That would be kind of cool. So I call the number and my credit was crappy. And they're like, we're going to have to work with you for a bit in order to get you into something that you can afford and something that, you know, we could take here and you'll be happy. And I want to say I worked with them for almost a year. And it was fantastic because then they were like, you qualify for a house that's like $190,000. And I thought, that is so cool. And then I went into like the little mortgage, you know, calculator. And I was like, there's no way I'm spending you know, $190,000 on a house. I want to be able to have fun. I want to be able to do things with my kids. And I'm not going to just live in my house and not be able to do anything. I had done that when I was married and it was awful. And so I lowered what until I felt comfortable with a payment. And so I was like, Hey, I can't go over 150,000. And I don't know if you guys have looked at the market, but (laughs) it was so rough. So many times I was just like, I'm just never going to find a house. I'm pretty sure it took me at least six months of actively looking to find my house. It was awful. Yeah. But because I knew that, like, goal here was this, goal here was this, I just was like, hey, I'm just, I'm going to be a determined kid, and I'm going to just do it. Mm-hmm. That's encouraging, too, especially because it is hard when you're, like, at the market, and you're like, ah, everything's so expensive, and um, but that you held out for six months, even though this was something that you had already saved for and, like, planned for. But you were like, no, I, I want to like not be house poor. Exactly. And it was just because of something that I had learned before that it was like, oh, we can't do this because our house payment is this and all of our money goes to this. And my ex-husband was definitely a spender, not a saver. And I just kind of fell into the same thing to where, you know, he's like, hey, we have 20 bucks in the account. Let's go out to eat and pick up some McDonald's rather than cook dinner. You know, and I'm just like, okay, let's just do it because it's easier. And after I had had my second son, I actually had postpartum depression that I didn't even know I had for an entire year. So he was one when I was actually diagnosed with it. Wow. 
And that's when you get to the point where I was like, I'm not even going to look at the checkbook. I don't care what goes through. I don't care what gets paid. I just, you know, I didn't care. So coming from literally, I don't care if something happens or something doesn't to now, whenever my kids like need something or, you know, we're, they're in, they're in actually AAU basketball right now, which is private league basketball, which is stupid expensive and in order for us to actually be able to say you know I'm like what do you want to give up in order to be able to put this as a focus and so that still instills to them that they're a part of all of this decision making and that they feel important with it and one year we literally gave up any and all vacations and just invested in their sport so that way they could have you know, the uniform, the shoes, the the time and travel. I mean, there's a lot of time, too. And, in fact, I'm, I'm heading right back into it right now, which kind of sucks, where I'm actually going to have to start pre-cooking certain meals and pre-doing, you know, my meal prep and stuff really, really hard-heading. Because if I don't, then we eat cereal or ramen noodles <laughs> or we eat out. And right now, that's just not something that I'm, I'm willing to do. So it's just like, okay – so when I'm doing my budget, it's the same thing. Like I keep, I have a crazy savings account. I have a bunch of different things that I put certain money in. Um, I have it, you know, my checking account where everything usually comes out of, but none of my fun money ever really goes into my checking account because of the way that I've set this up. And when I set it up, I was like, this is daunting. This is crazy. But then as I was getting better and seeing, oh, so my, my, you know, once a year, I know for a fact my car registration comes around. So why not take that into bite-sized pieces rather than, oh, guess what? You have to pay, you know, $180 for the registration and then, you know, like 60 bucks for whatever tests and stuff like that on top of it. And that just kind of was like, okay, well, there's extra money gone, so now I can't go do something fun. So in setting it up, it was rigid and things like that. And then every now and then you kind of lapse and are like, oh, I know this is there and I know this is a buffer. But now I have to get right back onto it because I know if I start eating out or becoming lazy because three to four days a week my kids are practicing in Kearns. I live in Taylorsville. And I work in South Salt Lake, and they're at their dad's in Magna. So it's it's an intricate little mm-hmm. thing that we've got going on, but we still have to be able to take part and do everything that we need to do. When when you talk about all the parts you have going on, as a single lady, I'm like, there are no excuses. I don't take better <laughs> care of my schedule and my money. Because like you do have two households that you're kind of – worried about like you're not paying for the other household but still it affects your budget and your timing and stuff so making it the most of what your situation is like it's so individualized for your needs it is so individualized and I think that my favorite thing was um in me taking some of the classes or not even classes but some of the YouTube I I think of them as classes because I I became so educated off of these YouTubers (laughs) that one of them had said, it doesn't matter how much money that you make. It's a percentage of this. It's not, you know, X dollars, X dollars here. This needs to go here. This needs to go here. It's like a percentage of what you you are doing. And it just kind of cracks me up because I'm just like, I need to get paid too from my, my work and from my child support and from all of these things. So I need to make sure that I'm putting aside... And it's not a lot. I mean, at my point right now, it's $200 every single month. But because I'm not, and you know, I mean, my sons have giant man feet at this point. So, like, if they need a new (laughs) pair of basketball shoes, I'm spending $100 at least on a pair of shoes for them. So, when I'm not, you know, using it, I know that there's, you know, my little savings buffer. I know that there'll be money in there. I just have to not buy them shoes at the exact same time and or, you know, make sure that like in my grocery budgets, I am making sure that I'm buying their little body armors so they have, you know, the body armor to drink after they um, are 
doing their practice for an hour and a half um, every day that they're doing their practice. And, you know, if they have a game or a tournament or whatever, I'm just incorporating the things that they need outside of that into my grocery budget to where it's not necessarily coming out of my savings. But when there's a tournament and they're like, we need the money right now, I can just transfer that money, you know, Venmo or however that we do. Um, because I'm not like, you gotta get me to the fifth or you gotta get me to the 20th and then I can totally pay you. You know what I mean? Uh Mm -hmm. So it's so helpful and it's, it's not a lot of money, but as it adds up and I'm not touching it, it, it adds up. Yeah. Well, earlier before we called you, we were talking about our future selves and how to become our future self, we have to start living like our future self. So what's your advice to someone that they want to be where you are right now to have the money if expenses come up, that they don't have to wait till the 5th or till the 20th, um, that they can have a home and, you know, like all these things that like you were saying, like you have a savings account and everything. Um, what's your advice to them to become that future self? I just think it totally matters what your priorities are. Um, I have, I have four sisters and I'm the youngest. I'm like Meredith where I'm looking up at all of these other people. (laughs) And I have a sister who needs the instant gratification and she is always broke and she makes a lot of money. I also have another sister who plans for the future and all the things that she does and she is most happy when none of us know but she knows that she can add to her savings account and then you know it just as I look at my examples and that I just think my priority right now has got to be this and my priority has to be this so do I need this or can I wait another day before I I do that And so if you just, patience is so difficult in me. It's ridiculous how little patience that I have. Mm -hmm. But if you just think about, do I need this right now or can it wait for another day? And I think that that's probably maybe the easiest but not easiest way to look at any purchase that you have. Um, And not only that, but really... How important is that instant gratification to buy something over, let me see if I want that in like one month or in two months. I mean, that would be like a bigger purchase, like a couch or, you know, beds or something like that. If you just wait just a little bit, can you just pay that in cash? Mm -hmm. Or do you need to have someone finance you for something? Do you need to be in debt to someone over something? So a future self is seriously learn some patience, man. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of patience, I think, will help you out so much financially. Starting to live that way right now rather than when you have it or... Which is kind of a blessing with COVID. I got to say, a lot of it's stressful. A lot of it's a pain in the butt. But if you think about it, we've all had to kind of like stop and think, is that important to me? Or, you know, is my health more important? Or is staying home more important? Is being essential? You know, all of these things we've actually really had to stop in our lives and think before we do our next move. And I think that that's like the number one thing financially that you can do for yourself is to think before you spend. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Well, I feel like you've given us so much knowledge today. So thank you. Like everything you said has tied into like we've been talking about our future self and priorities. And so it's given me a lot to think about of how I want to budget and save. And, you know, and and too, though, you know, I mean, if you really need to go to swig, just cut it down, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Take those smaller bites. And I think that you would be able to, like, amaze yourself at how much money that you could spend or that you could save rather than spend. Yeah. That's awesome. Very true. Being aware of it. Cool. Mm -hmm. Being aware is crazy knowledge right there. Yeah. I love the comparison to a diet. I think it's appropriate. 
It's so appropriate because what is the first thing that when your life hits any kind of stress, the first thing that you think of is I'm going to comfort myself with like comfort food, with comfort purchases. I'm going to go sit on Amazon. You know, anytime that you don't want to spend money, don't go to a store. Don't go on Amazon. Don't sit and get bored. You know what I mean? Uh Go and do something that doesn't cost anything. And A, you'll be moving your body and B, you won't be pulling out your debit card. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, thank you, Inger, for letting us pick your brain. We appreciate no it. Um, and this is week 31. So if you want to listen to your episode where you're on it, it's week 31. So sweet. Um, and I'm sure Summer's going to be excited to hear you on our podcast. I know. She's so funny. She cracks me up. (laughs) (laughs) So we will talk to you later. Thank you again. And if anybody has future questions about budgeting, reach out to us and we'll talk to Inger for you. So yeah, that'll be cool. Okay. Thank you guys. Uh huh. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Guys was so empowered. So empowered. And I think really like, if a single mom can do it, a single person should be able <laughs> to do it. Seriously. Isn't that a huge aspect of it where you're like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to worry about what the teenage boys are eating. Oh, my I gosh. I just have to worry about what I'm <laughs> yeah. And I'm spending $400 a month on a food budget, but mine is eating out. And doesn't that sound ridiculous? No, it really isn't $400. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't added it up lately, but... Yeah, it, it really puts in perspective of what we can do with an income. And and I've watched her over years. I remember when she got her house and then she was able to get a dog. And just the freedom, it sounds like, that comes from her budget rather than the worry of living from paycheck to paycheck. Like she's got, she sounds so confident, right? Mm-hmm. She knows what she's doing. And it wasn't overnight. It was yeah. over years. She yeah. said it was like five years ago that she bought her house. Now think a couple of years before that. No, it was three years she lives in her house. So just in a couple of years, she was able to change her whole situation. So very cool. Well, and I think that this gave me inspiration of why I'm like wanting to build my savings now, you know, because I mm-hmm. want to, if an expense comes up for my little condo that I'm not like, oh crap, where am I? You know, like, I don't want to be, especially like right now with COVID and you see everyone losing their jobs and stuff. I want to have built a savings that if something comes up and I can't pay my mortgage, that I have a backup resort Mm -hmm. reserve. So it's really what's good for me to hear these little things of, and and how she said, is it your priority? You know, and Uh sometimes it's easy to be lazy and go get food instead of make food. I think two of my favorite things she said was when she was looking at a house, she qualified for a certain amount. And then she took a couple steps back and said, but I don't want to pay that. I want to pay for this. This is what I can actually do monthly. So she made a sacrifice right there. And the other thing I really like is how she talks to her boys about money because she's passing that on to future generations instead of just keeping it with herself being like, all right, you can have whatever you want and not telling them about financial issues or how it cause and effect of things. And I really hope that for her boys, that creates a better future for them. Like they're living their future self too. It will be a piece of cake for them when they're on their own doing the same thing. So, oh yeah, I was thinking that same thing. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what great skills to be teaching your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. Now we all have to be our Amazing at it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no excuses. <laughs> so everyone, how was your week? Go lies. Um, Meredith, do you want to start us off? Yeah, will you go through mine? Um, I've got here no soda. Okay, I did not make that one. Um, no. There was one day I didn't. So I the whole week, family reunion, I didn't have any soda. And I drank all my water. When we went to Bear Lake, I was like, I have to drink two of these by the time we come back from Bear Lake. So I did get my water in. Um, I had these little flavor packets that replaced, but there was one day that I had, okay, the reason why I couldn't sleep, I had Diet Coke and another caffeinated drink. But because of those two drinks, I could not sleep until four. And it was partly because I haven't had soda in so long that because I had it, it affected me that bad. <laughs> I finished two Gilmore Girl episodes. <laughs> finished the season. So good. Um, but 
Yeah. So that one I would say is a partial. Um, I haven't done soda since then. So nice. Sometimes it's good to see the effects of it. So you can be like, oh, this is my reason for not doing it. I've actually started a food journal writing down physically which foods and how they affect me so that I can just remember it a little better. And next time somebody offers me Diet Coke or something, I'm going to be like, nah, nah, I don't want to repeat that. (laughs) Or I know how it feels after the way it makes me feel afterwards. So even just writing it down has been helpful. Yeah. So nice. Um, 8,000 steps for seven days. Um, So... I did get it most of the week. My <laughs> Fitbit is in my mom's purse at, in West Valley. And she, when we went to Bear Lake, I'd given it to her to put in her purse and forgot to get it out. So I don't know <laughs> on that, but I've been active. Do you feel like you got 8,000 steps? Yeah. We got that. Yeah. <laughs> I will get that back today when I go to her house. I have a list of things I left in her car, but yeah. So I think I did well this week on that one. And TV will stay in closet. TV's out. (laughs) (laughs) So that one's filed, but it actually, I did put it back in my room this morning. So future self, it's not going to be a watcher of television. It's just not going to happen. So I have, My goals this next week will help prevent the TV watching thing. Mm -hmm. But also part of it, I know Steph doesn't like excuses, but I was in the middle of watching Gilmore Girls. So I finished the seasons and now I have nothing to watch and I will not pick up another show. So it's kind of like I finished what I was doing and the temptation really isn't there anymore. That's a good motivation to not. Yep. So I did really good this week, minus the TV one. But really only half a week because I wasn't even home for half of it. Did goals go away? Oh, TV isn't there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steph organized new area after moving is what I have here to do. Yeah, I did that. And then my other ones that I had were, were no drive through or delivery. Mm. And I was going to break it yesterday, but then I didn't have my debit card with me. I just had the dirty <laughs> money that people don't take. And I was like, God was ah. protecting you. Well, because it was so hot and I just wanted an ice cream cone. Like it just sounded so good, but it was um, so hot. Yes. So yeah. you were forced to. Yeah. So I was forced. And then <laughs> whatever I goal, helps you. <laughs> I had a goal to wake up at 540. Um, the goal was just to wake up then that I was hoping that I would be better at scripture study. Mm-hmm. I wasn't actually better at scripture study because I was still like unpacking and stuff. But um, towards the end of the week, that's become more of a priority. So that's good. Nice. Excellent. Um, my goals were intermittent fasting still. And I did that one, um, which was nice. There were, I don't know, sometimes... <laughs> There were nights where I hadn't eaten, like I didn't eat dinner. And so I was like, oh, I should just start now rather than go and eat and then have to wait 16 hours tomorrow. So sometimes it was kind of an inadvertent choice to be like, okay, well, yeah, we'll just call lunch my last meal. And then I'll Maybe part of that's laziness, but I think that's why it's working for me because sometimes it's just like, well, just don't do it and I can just not do things. <laughs> you do have that mental power mm-hmm. to just be like, cool, that's what it is. Just don't do it. Uh, just stop if, that. <laughs> if the goal is to not to do things, I can often manage it. Um, my other goal was pick a book. And as Steph would say, I did not make that a priority. <laughs> yeah, thank you for saying that because like, Steph doesn't like excuses. But this week, I just like with my running coach, I realized like I'm not making things a priority. And listening to this podcast, I'm so annoyed of hearing myself make excuse after excuse after excuse and rationalize stuff. And so that's why I told these guys this week, I'm like, okay, we, like I'm <laughs> she raising- grilled us. Guys. Well, no, I just <laughs> was like, I'm raising the bar for the podcast because I'm raising the bar for myself. And I was like, here are some things that I would like. And one was to not rationalize or make excuses Yeah, to just own like, Hey, this wasn't a priority this week. And that's okay yeah. to say mm-hmm. like, it wasn't a priority because other things come up. Yeah. But that's just something that, yeah, that as I've listened to myself over and over, I'm like, yeah, there's always an excuse. There's always yeah. something. 
And there always well, is. But. And that's why I didn't make an excuse about the TV because there was no excuse. I brought it out. I don't remember why. I ended up yeah. watching it a lot. No excuse. Yeah. Um, and my other goal was professional learning 30 minutes a day for five days, which I would say I did, but sometimes, no, I, the intention was there. I, because it's been a busier week and I've been trying to get my head around things at work. There are so many webinars and podcasts that I'm trying to ingest work-wise, which was the intent of this goal is I know there's stuff I need to get on top of that that's not just like do the work, but like I need to be ahead of like technology that's changing and things like that. So I did that. I definitely didn't enjoy it, but. <laughs> But it happened because I'm like, I have to do this. Otherwise, I'm in meetings and they're like, well, Kelly's the expert on this. I'm like, yeah, guys, if I'm the expert, (laughs) we need to get more experts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that was my week. Okay. Next week. What are we all hoping to stun ourselves with? Do you want me to go first? I could go first because I reported first. So um, with this future self in mind and what a lifestyle looks like of somebody who's skinny, (laughs) who lives a healthy lifestyle, um, it always comes back to a routine for me. And so I think my couple goals for last week. Oh, wait, we forgot. Did we talk about my making of the bed goal? Oh, no, guys, I, I that did that down. every day. Yeah, I did your that. bed looked really good. We're going to keep doing that goal because it really makes a huge difference um, of making my bed every day. Like, it is that slight feeling of I've accomplished at least one thing today. And also, if my bed is made, it's more likely that my floor stays clean or whatever. So, I'm going to keep that goal. But I really like... Having a goal for 12 weeks is kind of daunting. Um, but my goal this week is to go back to a routine. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago, probably like a month or two ago when I had, when I was like keeping a routine and I just felt really good and really free. And then like it went to the second week and I wasn't as good about it. Um, my goal is to make it through the second week. So I've got to do the first week again and then we're going to do the second week. Does that all make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, following a routine, I think I'm going to try and find a planner like you have, Steph, that breaks things down into hours because um, right now my my planner is really good and it's worked for me the last couple of years. But I think where I want to get pretty um, rigid on how like I'm living a healthy lifestyle, um, a daily planner of like, I want to get up maybe 15 minutes beforehand earlier than I am to meet up with you guys to do a couple weight training things. And then we walk. And then when I come home, what I'm going to do, how it's going to affect different things. But if I plan it out better than I have been, the other parts will be a little easier. So I want to get back to like planning my routine, my morning and my evening. That's my goal. Those two is making my bed and planning out my week lovely almost hour for hour but not hour for hour but without the tv it requires a lot more use of my time because what happens is if i don't have anything that evening and i'm like oh i'm just i love watching television and i do it's something i enjoy doing and it's a sense of accomplishment to finish my business day and then be able to watch whatever I want. But I want to use that time. And so planning out my day will help me use that time. I have a list of things like I have a book I want to read. I already have it checked out from the library. How am I going to fit that in with painting my mantle, which I did last night, guys. I painted my mantle. And then <laughs> just like crafts that I want to do. And I'm not going to do those because when I come home at the end of the day, that's when it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Let's just watch television. Mm-hmm. And you do. So, yeah. yeah. I like it. Steph? So, I realized I didn't report on my running goals for this oh, last yeah. week. That was actually um, this last week I did 10 miles, which is the most I've ran in like two years. Um, 10 miles at once? Mm-hmm. Cool. And so, I did that um 
at a 14 and 53 minute pace. So almost 15, but I'm going to say 1453. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have a friend, um, Tracy, who recommended the podcast. We're running um, this road secularly every week, which is a hill straight up. And so I'm going to just report on my pace for every week because I want to like know how fast I got. So I did that with her this week. So it's 3.79 miles. And we did that at a 1449 pace. Is that up and back down? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then last week I posted two podcasts. So this week, um, and uh, like with the schedule and everything, last week, like after my running coach had like coming to you this moment, I made a plan in my schedule and I was like, okay, here's my priorities for this week. Like, and I wrote those in first. Um, and so I have a 15 mile run this week. Um, to hike the Y and then I have five podcasts that I've been in the process of editing to post and four intervals. I want to do those before Thursday. So cool. Um, yeah. And so I, I do, I feel that I feel like just once I started being like with my effort, like okay, is today a 10 out of 10 day of effort? And I know that effort's going to change. And I know I'm gun call right now, but um, I want to make sure that I'm staying in an eight to 10 effort range, not in a six or four or three. Well, in the podcast, she even talks about like, as you are picturing your best self and in that mental place, you are being more consistent. So this motivation may not go away this mm-hmm. time. Because we've got this new understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, my goals this week are to not only pick a book, but begin reading a book. <laughs> um, maybe it should just be read a book. Have you read Educated? No. It's really good. I should. If you pick that up, that's the book I'm reading. Then yeah. we can talk about it. Yeah. I think this week I started like looking at books and I... It odd week mentally, but I started looking at books and I was like, well, Kelly, you shouldn't just be reading for fun. There's so much going on in the world these days that I need to be more educated about. So I started looking at books about like race relations or economic things or all kinds of different situations. And, but I couldn't kind of settle on one. And then I just kind of had to step back and go, it's okay for me to read for fun. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, part of reading and especially last week showed me I have too much screen time. Like work is a lot of screen time. And then all of my like relaxing time, I can't just not do anything. So it'll be like, even when I have like a terrible headache, I'll like lay down, I'll make the room dark, like I'll do all the things that should help with the headache. And then after like two minutes, I'm like, oh, I'll just pick up my phone and play a game because I'm just laying here trying to shake this headache. I'm like, well, more screen time probably isn't helping my mm-hmm. headache. <laughs> so I think I just have to take it as it's okay to just read a book that is lighthearted and frivolous and like not necessarily giving me any greater insight into life. Like it's okay to read something that isn't helpful other than it's a break from a screen and a break for my brain. And I don't have to come out having strong feelings about it Mm -hmm. or my opinions being shifted. Like sometimes it's okay to just do this thing that just is a break. So that's my motivation on reading this week. It doesn't have to be educational. It's just learning to do something without a screen. <laughs> what a ridiculous problem to have. true. <laughs> well, and even reading, I don't know, because libraries are kind of somewhat open. That's my other thing is I'm like, I'm stupid about, like, I want a fresh book. But then I also don't like to have books because once I've read it, I'm not reading it again. Yeah. And I feel like I live a transient lifestyle. Not really. I've lived here for four years, but I don't like gathering more things here Uh that one day I'm like, I'll have to move this or I'll have to get rid of it. And I'll remember I paid money for it. And I was like, it's fine, like $10 on a book. But then I, as we were listening to Inga, I was like, but $10 on a book that I'll read once. 
that could be money that I, anyway, I'm yep. having real dilemmas today. It's a real life problem, but <laughs> this week I'm going to read a book. Okay. That's my goal. Well, because you can check them out. They just, you schedule when you go pick them up from the Salt Lake. Yeah. Library. So. Oh, that's a scary place to go. Yeah. <laughs> to use their books. <laughs> but it's also fine. I'll also find a way. And I have a few books. That's the other thing. I could look through my room and I've probably got some books that I haven't read. So. Mm-hmm. I've got options. Um, my other goal is to continue the professional learning and I want to get in a routine of listening to podcasts because now that I'm not driving to and from work, that was my prime podcast listening time. And so I'll often just not listen. Um, and they're, they're piling up the ones that I want to get through for work. So I need to, whether it's walking around my neighborhood or finding a way to just sit and be still and listen to something, or maybe it is just go for a drive if I'm listening to a podcast. Um, I need to set up a better routine of podcast listening for work. So we'll call that professional podcast listening. I'm sticking with those this week. Good work. I type that in. Okay. Any final thoughts from anyone? Yeah, actually. So I watched this documentary last night. Very good use of my time. And it's called Free Solo and it's on Disney Plus. And it's about this rock climber who free solos, which means he doesn't have any ropes. And in 2017 or 18, I think it was 18, he climbed El Capitan, which is out at Yosemite. And um, it applied to the podcast, and I just remembered that I had made the connection earlier. But one of the things he had done when he he had climbed it with a rope so many times that um, when he went to climb it without the rope, he there's a ver- there's a portion of the documentary where he is saying exactly what his feet feet work feet movement going across. Now it's supposed to be about a six hour climb. And so he goes, he's mentioning, he's like, and then you move to the left and you cross your right foot over and move like, just like watch through the whole thing. Like to him, it was autopilot and it kind of goes with the whole um, picturing yourself achieving your goal where he, he walked through it. He knew so much about it, but he walked through it mentally before he ever did it. He did it in three and a half hours and um it was recorded. I mean, he was like a little ninja on that wall. <laughs> I mean, I highly recommend every single person watch that because it blew my mind. But um, I don't know. To me, that was a little motivating and it goes along with the seeing it sort of thing. But just a little clip of that. It was the coolest thing I think I've ever seen in my life, honestly. Yeah, to I see this little guy awesome. climbing El Cap and... Guys, he was super cute. And there's also like a little love story with it. <laughs> and um, I mean, he just looks like this little boy with really big eyes. He's just kind of a cute guy. And it was more than just him. It was more than a story. It was more than a story. It was such a good documentary. And I love rock climbing. I want to do that when I'm skinnier. Like that is something that I would probably buy my own gear for and figure out how to do. But. It was like the coolest documentary I've seen. It was worth losing my goal of watching television for that (laughs) documentary. (laughs) But no, it was very motivating on somebody who like zeroes in and nothing mattered more to him than climbing El Cap. Like once he set his mind to do it, it was going to happen. So very cool. Go watch that. Free solo Disney Plus. Any thoughts, Steph? Yeah. yeah, I I Excellent. feel like we learned a lot today. Like I feel like today was like jam packed full of yep. stuff. Yep, it was a long one today, guys. <laughs> it was. Oh, it's well, a all the thoughts running through our heads, all the thoughts. guys. If you've been inspired to change something, or to start doing something, or to stop doing something, just do that little thing, little snacks at a time. They make a difference. Yep. So genuinely do what you can do, and have a delightful week. Bye. See ya. Thank you.
This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs) 